Hello and welcome to Two Cents Worth. I am your host, Ryan DeFaber. Been a few weeks, been busy. We have the holiday, Thanksgiving holiday here in America. Um, and then uh, last week, I don't know why I didn't do one last week. Can't remember. Anyways, we are finally into the last month of the year. We are into December. Today, we are going to talk about did you accomplish your goals? For those of you that set goals for every single year, short-term, long-term, I am one of those. My team at work does this exercise, and we we focus on the year of accomplishing our short-term goals that can help us eventually lead to the long-term goals. So this year, I'm going to talk about, uh, and personal and professional goals, that's what we talk about as well. Um, it's not just, my team at work is not just for work, it is also, hey, what do you want to accomplish personally and how can we help you get there? So today, we're going to talk about the goals that I set for myself, uh, how did I do, and where did I struggle, what do I want to try and accomplish next year, and you know, how do you get there? So for those of you that follow me and know, there are... Uh, a few things that I like to do on a consistent basis. Workout five, six, seven times a week. Um, fitness and trying to be as healthy as I possibly can and, and staying strong as I head towards my 40s um, is something I enjoy doing, want to do, and uh, makes me feel good. Golf. Getting better at golf, playing golf. I'm a member of a country club. I want to play golf. I want to enjoy that sport. That's a sport you can play. I mean, my grandfather played it all the way up into his 80s. So it is a sport that you can play for a very long time. Family, friends, successful in uh, business. My business, not only just work uh, in the corporate world, but my side business, my Bears Den gym, apparel line. And so... Um, how did I do in my goals? From a business perspective, from a work perspective, let's just talk about my full-time job. I accomplished most of my goals. Next week, I find out and my team finds out about bonus, merit, promotions. You know, how did we do? How did the company do? How did our leadership feel that we did? I, I have to address the 25 people that work for me. Um, next week as well to let them know how they did. And, and for myself, you know, one of my big goals was to take on this team that I have today, um, take on that responsibility and, you know, continue to expand my skill set and my career at the company I work at, as well as hopefully and potentially move further along in my career from a title perspective, responsibility perspective, etc. So next week I find out as well. So that will be very interesting to see if I've accomplished my goal, my end goal, not an end goal. That's that's not the right, right term. My long-term goal, and this is a goal that um, I've had at, at, at work. I've been there for 11 years that I've had for probably... I mean, nine, ten years that I've been at the company, it's it's been a goal of mine to have a certain title, uh, a certain word in my title, and there is a potential that I might get that at the end of this year. If not, I will have to 
you know, talk with my my leadership and find out, you know, where did I miss? What did I what do I need to improve on? What do I need to do to get there? And, you know, we'll go from there. Right. So from a short term perspective, it was to get this team that I had to take the accounts that I have, not only maintain them, potentially mature them, potentially grow them and have my team, you know, be along there to do all of that and, and drive that success. So I feel like we've done a, a very good job of that. If I look at where things were in the beginning of the year to where they are now on the nine accounts that I have, I feel very successful in that, that my team really kicked butt and did a great job. We held each other accountable. I always tell my team, you know, I'm going to hold you accountable. And in return, you hold me accountable. You tell me what, what's going to help you and what help you need to drive success. And I will do the same for you. So from a work perspective, I feel pretty good. I feel like I've done everything that we can, you know, that is in our control to drive that success and, and be successful. And I look at it and we just had year end meetings with my boss and my team here in Charlotte. And, you know, we talked about those things and, and it looks like a very positive year for, for our program. So that's, that's great. From a personal perspective, a few of my goals, one of my goals every single year, and this is long-term and there's always short-term aspects to it, is to say, stay consistent from a fitness and health perspective. Live a healthy, balanced lifestyle. Do the things that you enjoy to do. Don't, don't be so strict to yourself. I'm not a bodybuilder. I'm not in the fitness industry by any means. But I want to have a good physique. I want to look good because when you look good, in my opinion... This is me. Some people might feel differently. But when you look good, you feel good. And when I look at myself in the mirror, do I feel good about what I've accomplished? Full disclosure, no, I don't. Not this year. Does that mean I give up? Absolutely not. I'm probably closer to 200 pounds than I am of my my weight goal. Now, weight, I don't weigh myself really anymore. Because it really, to me, is a matter of how do you look in the mirror? Weight can fluctuate constantly. You can you can fluctuate three, four, five pounds in a day. You know, just dependent on, and that, just dependent on how your body is reacting to the food that you're giving it, to the nutrients, all that type of stuff. So I don't really hold myself to a weight perspective. It's more so how do I look in the mirror? And again, full disclosure, I probably drank a little more beers this year than I probably needed to. Why is that? There was a time, and if you guys listen to the podcast, I was, for a long time, for this year, don't know what it was, maybe it was just fatigue or whatnot, but I was really going through the motions, not not over you know a week or two, but month over month. Really kind of just going through the motions, knowing that I could get up every morning at 4.15, meet Pete at the gym at 5, get an hour workout in, but did I really push myself? Did I really have a good balanced diet? Did I really, you know, get in the work that I needed to that was going to give me the physique that I wanted? The answer is no. And so for this coming year, I really want to make that a priority to myself from a mental perspective to not have the, uh, the, the attitude of complacency to where you're going through the motions in the gym, you're going through the motions in you know, your diet and the nutrition that you're getting. And then 
rewarding yourself at the end of the week and going, all right, I worked hard this week. I can, you know, crush a handful of beers tonight. And, you know, that's that's something I'm going to work on a little more this year. Um, I can make all the excuses I want. I can say, oh, well, you know, I travel. I was back to traveling this year. Um, you know, the kids are in school. I got to get them on the bus at eight. My wife is back in the office. Yeah, da, 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 da. I can easily go on a walk during lunch. I can easily get on the Peloton at, at the end of the day and not have to have dinner ready at six. Why can't it be ready at 6.30? All those things are possible. I think a lot of times I let excuses kind of come in this year and that's fine, right? I've, I've recognized that. I've, um, am seeing it and seeing the results of that. And the results are, let's say it's just a step backwards. It's not, and it's not the end. It's just a step, step backwards, not having to be able to run for the last couple of years. There's an excuse right there, right? I could have easily gone and seen a physical therapist, sports therapist, and and had them work on my foot and figure out what's going on. Instead, it was like, well, my foot hurts. I'm not going to run. Instead, I'll do, you know, other types of cardio. But then I wouldn't do other types of cardio. And I know how my body reacts. I, I saw it during the year of 2020, the COVID year, where I trained for a half marathon. I worked out harder than I probably ever had. Um and not in a way of like working out longer. I worked out an hour a day, but the workouts that I was doing, there was more intention to them. There was more purpose to it of what I was trying to get done and accomplished. And I come home and I trained for my half marathon. And all of this was done in the same amount of time that I have still today. What was the difference? Oh, my foot hurts. So I use that as an excuse to be like, well, you know, my foot hurts. I can't go on a run. Well, I could still go on a walk. I could still get on the Peloton. I could still do an incline walk at the gym. Um, so a little bit of complacency set in this year. Like I said, I'm go back to the weight perspective. I'm closer to probably 200 pounds than I've been in a very long time. And ideally, for me, from what what I want to see in the mirror and if when I do step on the scale, is my midsection holding a little more weight. That's where I hold my weight is in my midsection, right? So, um, you know, with, with the shirt off, you can see, you know, where, where the weight goes is more towards my gut. Let's just call it what it is, right? That's where it goes. Um, so what do I need to do to address that? I need to kind of get out of this complacency. I need to figure out, you know, Pete and I right now are on a real good program. We can see the, the strength is there. We just did that 30 day challenge in November. If you followed along with that hundred pushups a day, 150 air squats a day for 30 days straight. Pete and I, Pete and I did that, accomplished it. 3,000 push-ups, 4,500 air squats. So, you know, there was that. So that kind of, over the last month and a half, I've kind of kick-started it. What I need to do a better job of is, and I have the app, my Fitness Pal app. You can put all your food in it. I need to do a better job of staying more consistent. I did that in the beginning of the year. Pete challenged. One of our challenges was who can get to 190 the fastest. And I think at the time I weighed 196, Pete weighed maybe two 200 and i got that app tracked it and i was able to get down to 190 um which was great that was the beginning of the year where i'm at now to the end of the year if i if i weighed myself i'd probably say i'm back to like 198 199 if i'm going to be completely honest with myself and not lie about it probably there so i want to get back 
towards that 190 because when I see myself at 190, 185, that's really where my frame should be from a body perspective. Again, I don't really look at weight because I am packing on muscle, but if I'm packing on muscle and also putting on fat, that's not going to help, right? That's going to keep that's going to keep some of the muscle that I'm building hidden a little bit. And and I can tell I'm stronger in certain areas, but might not see it because diet's not on point. Alcohol consumption might be a little higher than it, than it should be. Uh, certain type of alcohol consumption is a little higher than it should be. Beer versus maybe a, a, a liquor or something else that's less calorie, less calories. Also, the amount of it. Um, and here's what I'm going to tell you from a goal perspective. I'm not going to give up my social um, aspect. That's what makes me happy. Hanging out with my, my, my wife and my family, hanging out with my friends, having a few cocktails. I, I thoroughly enjoy that. That is something that makes me happy in life. What I don't need to do is take it beyond where it needs to go. You know, you don't need to have 10 drinks on a Friday night. Okay. If you're, if I'm serious about this, right. And I am because I want to have a healthy lifestyle. I want to show my children that as a role model to them. And as their dad, I want to show them that, you know, the hard work does pay off. Um, and I, and Nolan's statement to me a few months ago still sticks with me where he's like, you go to the gym every day, but you don't look any different. I'm like, fair enough. Sometimes son, it is a lot of times just the maintenance of the body that you have. But at the same time, I'm sitting there looking at him going, yeah, you're kind of right. Like this year I kind of fell back a little bit, worked out as probably as much as I normally do, but maybe not as hard, didn't have the diet on point. Again, alcohol consumption, I can bring in all these things. And let me tell you, I can I can make travel at an excuse or meetings or anything like that for work. I still work out at the gym every morning when I travel. So it's not that. I think in all honesty for me, it was the laxed uh, diet, the laxed uh, attitude around alcohol, and just potentially could be fatigue could be just a little bit of the body over the last I mean Pete and I have been working out together basically since college got out and that was 2006 so and we worked out in college together because we both played baseball at Wingate and so you know 2006 to what are we 2022 that is 16 years him and I have been working out together and um you know pushing each other and everything. And we've had our, our ebbs and flows of weight and strength and injuries and all that type of stuff. But goal this year was to that. I think that was also one of my problems. I never really set a goal for myself from a fitness perspective. It was more of, no, you do it. You do it. Keep on doing what you're doing, Ryan. You're good at it. You can keep mentally focused and you'll be fine. And I wasn't, and I'm not, so I'm not happy where I am, but let me tell you something. It's motivation for going into the new year. I'm going to work my tail off for the month of December. I don't like the whole new year's resolution type thing because we joke about it all the time. People that go to the gym all the time. And I'm going to tell you this right now. And I told my brother this a couple months ago. I don't like the whole, well, I'll start on Monday. I don't like the whole, well, I'll start January one. It is the first week of December. Get started now. It is, this is going to go out on a Thursday. Get started today. It doesn't have to be a Monday. People use that as an excuse to kind of get to Monday, and then when Monday comes around, they're like, uh, well, you know, I'm probably not going to do that. My brother Chad. Sorry, Chad, if you're listening, but use this example. He was like, oh, I got to get on the Peloton. I'm weighing a little too much than I want to. I'm like, all right, man. And this was like a Wednesday. I was like, start tomorrow. 
And he's like, oh, uh, yeah. And he was like, I was going to start on Monday. And I go, nope, don't start Monday. Start tomorrow. Why not start tomorrow? Why not start today, Chad? Why are you going to wait till Monday? Are you going to, you know, <laughs> indulge in other things? He was like, yeah, I'm kind of getting sore from the lifting. I want to do this. I go, he's like, I'm not seeing some, I'm not seeing the results I want to see in the gym. I said, well, then stop going to the gym for a week. I go, and so for this week, do the Peloton, change your body, keep your body guessing, shock the nervous systems, do something to your body that it's going to go, oh, whoa, okay. It might boost your metabolism, it might change, you know, some of the fog in your brain, you know, it's going to give you the dopamine you need, those types of things. It's like, don't start on a Monday because most people, and like I said, we joke about this in the gym, the New Year's resolution people, we hate it in the gym. Want to know why? The month of January, you all come in, you make it all busy, and by February, you're all gone. Don't do that to yourself. Don't get into that mindset. Start today. End the year strong. And then when you get to January, you're heading towards really making something a habit. There's studies out there and there's everything that always says it takes 90 days for something in your life to become a habit. If you don't stick with something for 90 days, you're more than likely going to drop it from your lifestyle. That is why I continue to work out. That is why I continue to try and push myself. That is why I don't give up on certain things. That's why I do set these goals. I want certain things to become habits. This is one of them. Being vulnerable about my my physique, where I was at mentally, from a complacency perspective, getting out of that, seeing that, I'm looking at myself in the mirror, and it's not where I really want to be. But I know that tomorrow and today, I have that opportunity. So go and attack it, right? Other goals. Golf. I, I think some of my personal goals, unfortunately, kind of took a backseat to professional this year. And that's okay, because some of them, from a personal perspective, are, um, you know, not as important as putting food on the table for my family, right? So work, I have a very good work-life balance where I work, it's great. But that is important as well for me is um, golf. I like golf. I want to, I enjoy playing it. I want to, um, one of the goals was to uh, get to a single-digit handicap. I've, I've, for years, have hovered around 12 on a handicap. I got down to an 11 this year. I'm back up to a 12. I took a lesson, but I didn't really stay consistent. I'm a member of a country club. It is literally a six minute drive from my house. I can easily go and practice. I can do that. The kids have golf clubs. My wife has golf clubs. My buddies are members there too. So it's not like I can't play. It's just that getting and going and doing it because when I get there, I really enjoy it. But if I really want to get it to a single-digit handicap, I can't just play as I did this year, which was kind of inconsistent in spurts, all that type of stuff. Single-digit handicap is a nine. I want to get I want to get to a single-digit handicap, which for now would be a nine. How do I get to a nine? Well, I'm gonna to have to play a little more consistently. I'm gonna to have to make that time. I'm gonna to have to put that effort in and really work on things. And it's not just going out and playing, it's practicing, it's going to the range, it's it's chipping around the greens, it's putting. You know, all these things that come into play from a golf perspective. Getting mentally focused when I go and play. There are times where I hit a bad shot and I get up to it and I'm just like, whatever, I hurry and I hit another bad shot. And it's like, combat the mistakes. Work on that, which I plan on doing in this next year. 
getting better at golf. I have a golf trip coming up in April. Really looking forward to it. Group of 16 guys, the one that I put on every year. I want to get, maybe I won't be able to get to a nine by then, but I want to get pretty close. If I can get to a 10 and, and, and working towards a nine by then, that'd be great. I got five months. I can do it. In Charlotte, North Carolina, I can play 12 months a year. So there's no excuse on why I can't go out and work and, and play. Okay. Now, the only excuse that would come out of it is personal stuff. What are the boys into? What is you know? What are some of the the goals that my wife and I have for our relationship? What are some things that are happening in work? I can't just put all that aside to be like, well, I want to get better at golf. Let me tell you something: golf's not paying the bills. The final thing was Bears Den Gym. This is now um, when did I start it? Two thousand twenty-one. So I'm in almost a year and a half into Bears Den Gym. Spent all on my own. Um, all the marketing, all the social media, the design, everything. Trying to learn to to run a business. Full disclosure, wasn't the most successful year that I wanted to have. It is a side hobby, but I do, if, a, if it is a side hobby and hustle, I do want it to make money. I'll tell you, I probably broke even and maybe even lost money this year on it. And I think that has to go to also the fact that how much effort am I really putting into it? If I'm looking at it as a hobby, then more than likely, yeah, I'm going to lose money on it. If I'm going to look at it as a side hustle and set time apart for it and learn from others that have started an apparel company, talk to other people, network myself, that's what I'm probably going to have to do. Talk to others in the industry, learn from them, learn on how they're marketing. I have a handful of, of customers that come and, and buy quite a bit and I appreciate that most actually all of my sales let's be honest all of my sales have come from family and friends if I want to grow a successful business I need to expand outward beyond family and friends right so I need to I'm one of my goals for the coming year and to end this year is to really uh, get out of my comfort zone a little bit stop looking at it as kind of a hobby and turn it into hopefully a successful business, right? Because what's the point of me spending money on it if I'm not making money? That's, um, to me, really kind of pointless when, you know, I could be putting my efforts towards something else that potentially, you know, could be helping um, continue to put food on my table, on, on the table for my family and, and have us pay for vacations and give us the opportunity to go and do these things. So got to focus more so on that uh, in my free time. Uh, and I have free time. I, I tell you all the time I'm busy. People are always like, wow, you are very busy. I have the podcast. I have this job. I have a wife. I have two very active kids. I have an active social life. I have Bears Den gym. I work out in the morning. I do this. Yeah. You got 24 hours in a day. I only sleep eight hours. That means there's 16 other hours of the day. I work eight to 10 hours. I still have six some odd hours, I can still put focus to my business, Bears Den Gym, and help it drive its success in those six hours. Oh, your kids have baseball, soccer, basketball practice. Okay, what is that, an hour, two hours? There's still time. Still time in the day. Always time in the day. Don't ever make an excuse that there's not time in the day. So my question to you is, did you accomplish your goals this year, short-term, long-term, professionally, personally? If you didn't, start today. 
we still have a month left of the year. You can take that momentum into the new year. You don't always have to look at it year over year. Look at it month over month, week over week. Give yourself a self-evaluation. We're doing we're going through that right now at work. It's self-evaluation time. I tell my team all the time, this is your opportunity to look yourself in the mirror and be honest with yourself. That's why it's called a self-evaluation. It's not called a year-end review. It's called a self-evaluation. Do a self-evaluation on yourself. Where are you? Did you accomplish your goals? Do you write them down? Write down your goals. You are more likely to accomplish something when you write it down. There's some stat out there. Let's see if I can look it up and find it. But I feel I want to... In stats, by the way, you can make up any stats. I I can tell you numbers all day long. How much... More likely, are you, Google, uh, let me tell you something, Google is not, what, what are people looking, looking for when you type in, how much more likely are you, here's Google search, to crash while texting, to die on your birthday, to crash while drunk, to die on a mo- motorcycle, to get in an accident while texting, to die without a seatbelt, uh, I'm going to Google uh, I'm not looking at that. How much more likely are you uh, able You are 42% more likely to achieve your goals if you write them down. That is from Inc.com. 42% more likely to achieve your goals if you write them down. Writing your goals down not only forces you to get that clear on what exactly it is that you want to accomplish, but doing so plays a part in motivating you to complete the tasks necessary for your success. Write your goals down. You know what I didn't do this year? I didn't write my goals down. I had them in my head. I didn't share them with anybody. I never wrote them down. And that is the first time in probably five years I didn't write my goals down. I didn't share them with those around me. And I'm sitting here today in the first week of December, telling you I didn't accomplish some of my goals. But, like I said, I'm not going to give up. I'm not going to just turn the page and go, oh, well, no, no, no. That's going to motivate me because now I realize and I sit here and I'm not by any means telling you what to do, but I'm sitting here and telling myself, you got to write your goals down, Ryan. Share them with people because, again, I go back to what I tell my team all the time. I will hold you accountable. You hold me accountable. If I write my goals down and share them with people, they're going to hold me accountable to them, and I will hold them accountable to the fact that, hey, don't let me miss out on that goal. Am I slipping? Tell me if I'm slipping. Help me out here. So did you accomplish your goals this year? Look at yourself in the mirror. Look at the goals that you wrote down. Did you accomplish them? If not, what do you need to change to get those goals accomplished? I encourage you to do it. I encourage you to write things down. You just heard it. 42% more likely to accomplish your goal if you write it down. That's just my two cents worth. I hope you have a great day. As always, if you like this podcast, share it with your friends, share it with your family, share it with those around you. Let everyone know. Listen to two cents worth. Ryan.DeFaber on Instagram. RyanDeFaber at Facebook. Bears Den Gym on Facebook. We're on all social media, bearsdengym.com. Go get your apparel. Spread the word. I appreciate you. Have a great day.